Ayo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Ace. This is Fantasize Football. We are back once again, bringing y'all some more fantasy football content for the 2021 fantasy football season. Normally, I'd be waving my fucking hands around like a sick freak, but today, it is far too hot out. If I start waving my hands out around like a sicko, I'm going to get a glaze on the forehead. I'm going to have to redo this shit. And we're not playing around today. We're here to get to business. It's Monday. It's Monday for you. For me, it's Thursday. But it's Monday for you. You know what happens on Mondays? You might not because you might be new. But on Mondays, we do some individual player analysis. And there is one player in particular that I absolutely need to talk about today. But before we get into that, real quick, shout out to each and every one of y'all. God damn. I have my shit on D&D, bro. Oh, airplane mode. Whoa. Whoops. So yeah, shout out to each and every one of you that come back on a... Come back. Come by on a weekly basis. Show your boys some love and support. Seriously, honest to God, it means the world to me. I appreciate you so, so very much. If you're new to the channel, thank you for coming by. Giving me a little bit of your time. Seriously, I really do appreciate it. It means the world to me that you would take a little time out of your day to spend a little bit of time with me, the young boy. It means the world. I appreciate it and my boy appreciates it back there. But normally now I would talk about who we're going to be talking about, what we're going to be talking about today, but there's something else we need to touch on. I didn't want to have to do this but I got to do it. We got to have a little talk. All right. Listen, over 80% of y'all that watch my videos are not subscribed to the channel. Why? It's free. Please subscribe to the channel. Help me reach my goal of 300 subscribers on YouTube by the end of the fantasy football season. If you do enjoy the video, of course, if you don't enjoy the video, if you hate the shit, then don't subscribe to the channel. But if you do enjoy it, make sure to leave a like, Drop a comment and subscribe to the channel. Seriously, it helps the channel grow so, so very much. And I really honestly appreciate it. But with that out of the way, let's get into what, who we're talking about today. And the player we're talking about is James Robinson of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And the reason why we have to talk about James Robinson today is obviously because Travis Etienne is now out for the season. The Jaguars first round pick, first round running back is out for the season. He needs that Liz Frank surgery, banged up his foot. So now James Robinson is the logical next man up. So without further ado, let's get into it. Let's talk about James Robinson, right? Like I just alluded to, Travis Etienne is now out for the season. And James Robinson was already coming off in a historic, ridiculous rookie year for an undrafted free agent, right? So now with ETN out of the picture, uh, James Robinson is obviously going to be the main benefactor of that. Now, if we look at what James Robinson did last season, he played in 14 games. He had 240 attempts, 1,070 yards, and seven touchdowns on the ground, and 60 targets, 49 catches, 344 yards, and three touchdowns in the receiving game. In terms of efficiency, he was at 4.5 yards per attempt. He had a 2.9% touchdown rate on the ground, 81.7% catch rate, 5.7 yards per target, and a 5% touchdown rate through the air. Now, he finished as the RB6 in points per game last season, half PPR points per game, based on all running backs that played six or more games. Phenomenal season from an undrafted free agent who had no true offseason. There wasn't much competition there. He did handle the majority of the workload, but he was very productive in those opportunities that he had and earned himself that role. Now, when you look at this team, when you look at the Jaguars, I expect them to be significantly better this season due to the additions that they have made. Obviously, they drafted Trevor Lawrence first overall. They add Marvin Jones via free agency. You have LaVisca Chanel coming into his second year with a full offseason. DJ Chark should be healthy. So I expect this team to be a lot better this season. Bear with me. It is 90 plus degrees out today. I got a little 
glaze on, but you know what? We're just gonna power right through it. I don't even give a shit. Now, on the other side of things, you have Carlos Hyde now in the picture with the Jaguars. I've talked about this briefly a lot earlier on, but Carlos Hyde is not someone that exactly scares me. It didn't make sense to me why the Jaguars drafted Travis Etienne after the amazing rookie season that James Robinson had, but that's beside the point. I digress. Carlos Hyde is there. I expect James Robinson to still be the lead back here for the Jaguars, of course. We wouldn't be talking about him otherwise. But Carlos High will probably play in kind of a change of pace role, maybe take some goal line work, but I expect the majority of the valuable touches in this offense for the running back position to go to Mr. James Robinson. And if you look at last season, James Robinson proved he can handle a large workload and be very productive. 2020, last season, he had an 85.3% opportunity share, which was third in the NFL. If you're not, I'm sorry, that's per player profiler. Check them out as well. Um, if you're not aware of what an opportunity share is, essentially what it means is you take the team's total rush attempts and targets that go to the running back position, the percentage of which one individual player, in this case, a running back handled of the team's total rush attempts and targets that went to the running back position. And then when you look at terms of just the um, the rushing game and the receiving game in 14 games played throughout the entirety of the season, you just take Robinson's 14 games, the whole 16 game sample from the Jaguars, he handled 71% of the team's rushing workload and a 9.7% target share in the offense. So keep all that shit in mind. Don't worry. I'll be reminding you guys throughout the video, but I figured we should get into that. So now it is time to talk about what I'm here to talk about and what you're here to hear about. And that is some potential outcomes for James Robinson for fantasy football in 2021. But before that, we do have to quickly touch on what I have the Jaguars projected for. I have them projected for 581 pass attempts and 475 rush attempts. Now you might be thinking in your head, how does that make sense? Last season, they ran the ball under 350 times. All of a sudden, they're going to be running the ball seven, eight more times a game. Well, yes. And the reason why I say that is because Urban Meyer comes in and he says he wants to be a run first team. He wants to hammer the rock. Kind of Pete Carroll-esque there. Wanted to be one of the best running teams in the league. That was with Travis Etienne, but still, I think that will be the case. And on top of that, like I mentioned before, I do expect this offense to be a lot better, be more efficient, be in more uh, game scripts that allow for them to run the ball more heavily than they did in the past. So there's my fucking justification. Now, we're going to start off with kind of a lower end outcome for Robinson and move on to a higher end outcome. So we're going to start, like I said, with a lower end outcome. Now, last season, James Robinson handled over 70% of the team's rushing workload in just 14 games. Let's assume that this season, Carlos Hyde has a legitimate role in the offense. Trevor Lawrence is scrambling a bit. They use LaVisca Chenault, some of the other receivers in kind of creative ways, taking away from James Robinson a bit, and he only handles 50% of the team's rushing workload. On those 475 attempts, that's going to be 238 attempts going way of James Robinson. Now, in terms of efficiency, he was at 4.5 yards per tote last season. Now, I do expect this offense to be more efficient, and James Robinson is getting less volume. So in turn, usually what I would say is, okay, he's going to be more efficient, right? But let's just assume either last season was a flash in the pan or there's just a little bit regression there. He's just not as good for whatever reason, right? We'll give him a slight decrease. We'll use 95% of that 4.5 yards per attempt. That's going to be 4.3 yards per attempt. On those 238 attempts, that is going to result in 1,023 yards rushing. Now, 
in terms of the touchdown rate. He didn't have a great touchdown rate in terms of the rushing game last season, only 2.9%. Um, so let's go ahead and assume here that Carlos Hyde takes away a little bit of that from him. The offense is still more efficient, but Hyde's kind of rolling in as the goal line back some more often than not. Uh, we take that 2.9%, we use 90% of that, right? That's going to be a 2.5, I'm sorry, 2.6% touchdown rate on those 238 attempts. That's gonna result in six rushing touchdowns. Now. When we move over to the receiving game, right? Mm, I'm gonna start, I'm already sweating. It is so fucking hot. I apologize, honestly, guys. It is 90 degrees out. I have this app on my phone now that lets me um, manipulate the, the AC in here. I set it to 61 last night and this place could not get under 72 degrees. We got the windows, we got the beach out there. It's just hot as shit in here. I don't even, you probably can't even notice. Maybe you can, but regardless, fuck it. I don't care. I'm just powering through today. I don't want to be here all fucking night. Now, if we look at the receiving game, right? Last season, James Robinson handled a 9.7% target share in this offense in just 14 games. We have no idea who Trevor Lawrence is going to be targeting more often than not in this offense. Who's going to be his favorite target? But I wouldn't expect it to be Robinson, right? So let's just assume that James Robinson sees a slight dip in terms of his target share in the offense this season. We'll use 90% of his 9.7% target share from last season. That's going to be an 8.7% target share on 400, I'm sorry, 581 attempts. That's going to result in 51 targets going the way of James Robinson. Still great to see over 50 targets though. Now, I do expect some increases in efficiency from um, James Robinson in terms of the receiving game with the improvement at quarterback. And like I have mentioned, I'm going to hammer this into your heads. Improvements in efficiency for the entirety of the offense. Trevor Lawrence and himself, um, hopefully they'll develop a connection early on. T-Law is obviously a big upgrade at quarterback, but let's play it safe, right? Last season, he was just under 82% in terms of his catch rate. Let's just use 81%. On 51 targets, that's going to be 41 catches going way of Mr. James fucking Robinson. Now, in terms of the yards per target. Again, let's just use a slight decrease, whatever it may be. Although I do think that this would be something that would improve. Let's just assume that defenses are kind of honing in on him more as a whole after his very impressive rookie season, whatever it may be. You take his 5.7 yards per target from last season and you go down to five even, right? Five yards per target on those 51 targets is gonna result in 255 receiving yards. Now, this is where we're gonna see a major fucking dip for James Robinson in terms of the touchdown rate in the receiving game, right? Last season, he had a 5% touchdown rate in the receiving game. Let's assume he's at 70% of that, right? We assume that Trevor Lawrence just isn't really targeting him around the goal line, right? Um, and and they're throwing more touchdowns to Marvin Jones, whoever else it may be, or they're just uh, they're in more positions where they're they're running the ball in from the goal line, whatever it may be. We use seventy percent of his touchdown rate from last season. That's going to be a three and a half percent touchdown rate on those fifty-one targets. That is going to result in two receiving touchdowns. Now, when you take all that stuff and you lightly put it all together, because we don't want to start sweating like a pig, right? That's going to be 238 attempts, 1,023 yards, six touchdowns on the ground, 51 targets, 41 catches, 255 yards, and two receiving touchdowns. 16 touches per game, nearly 1,300 total yards, eight total touchdowns, 196.3 half PPR points, 11.5 half PPR points per game, which would have been tied for the running back 25 in points per game in half PPR last season based on all running backs that played six or more games. Now, what we just discussed, right, is dips in efficiency, 
dips in workload in an offense that I expect to be a lot better. And he's still looking like uh, like a back-end RB2, high-end RB3, kind of nice flex bi-week option. I think this is very close to the floor for Robinson with ETN out of the picture. But with that being said, now we have to kind of take a look at a higher-end potential outcome for James Robinson so we can decide if we should be targeting him and where we should be targeting him for fantasy football in 2021. So let's go ahead and move on to that. Now, let's just assume that James Robinson handles 90% of the rushing workload that he handled last season, where he handled 71%. That's going to be 64%. What we have to keep in mind, once again, is that he handled 71% of the team's total rushing workload for the whole season in just 14 games. So I think this is very, very achievable. On those 475 attempts, 64% of that is going to be 301 attempts going way of James Robinson. And then we use the same 4.3 yards per attempt we just used before because now we have a lot more volume. So let's factor in that same regression. 4.3 yards per attempt on those 301 attempts are, is going to result in 1,307 yards going way of Robinson. Now, in terms of the touchdowns, right? And when we're talking about the touchdowns as a whole, right? Because his touchdown rate was a little skewed last season where he had a very high touchdown rate in terms of the receiving with less volume, and he had a relatively low touchdown rate in the rushing game. But now that this offense is gonna be more efficient, whatever it may be, more goal line opportunities, just look at this touchdown scenario as a whole, um, as, like a, as like a one big touchdown rate rather than rushing and receiving, okay? Um, because touchdowns, like I always say, are not a sticky stat. They're not a very predictable stat. They're not an easy stat to project anyways. So again, we're going to play it kind of safe here. We're going to use that same 2.9% touchdown rate on the ground, which will result on those 301 attempts in nine rushing touchdowns for James Robinson. Now, if we look at the receiving game, once again, I'm going to do it very lightly. Sorry, dude, I swear. I feel like I'm in like Florida right now on the beach, like I am on the beach, but I'm in Massachusetts beach. But anyways, let's just assume that he maintains his 9.7% target share from last season, which he had once again, ding, ding, ding in 14 games. I think that's very achievable on 581 attempts. It's just going to be 56 targets for Robinson. Now let's just factor in a slight increase in terms of his um, efficiency in terms of his catch rate, right? Because you got Trevor Lawrence, an upgraded quarterback, throwing him the ball in a more efficient offense with less volume. So we're just gonna give him a measly 2.5% increase to an 83.7% catch rate from 81.7%. On 56 targets, that will result in 47 catches. And then we'll use the same 5.7 yards per target from last season. On those 56 targets is gonna result in 319 yards receiving and then for his touchdown rate again take this with a grain of salt just look at the touchdown rate uh the touchdowns as like a whole number like total touchdowns rather than rushing and receiving just make it more sensible for us right so instead of using 70 percent, let's use 90 percent. so he's at five percent last season instead of using three and a half percent we're going to use four and a half percent on those 56 targets will result in the same three receiving touchdowns he had last season and when you take all that shit i'm going to do it fuck it Smack that shit together, baby. You put all that together, you get 301 attempts, 1,307 yards, nine rushing touchdowns, 57 targets, 57, 56 targets, 47 catches, 319 yards, and three receiving touchdowns. It's nearly 21 touches per game, over 1,600 total yards, and 12 total touchdowns. 
258.1 half PPR points, 15.2 half PPR points per game, which would have been good for the RB7 and half PPR points per game based on all running backs that played six or more games last season. So just slightly below where he finished last season. So now it's time to ask this question. Fantasy drafts are getting closer. It's the last, one of the last times you guys are probably going to hear this from me. What does all this shit mean, right? Well, to me, it means that James Robinson at his floor isn't going to kill you. He's going to be like a decent flex, um, a good bye week kind of filling guy, whatever, like a, like a back-end RB2, high-end RB3. But his true ceiling is top five at the position. We saw last season as an undrafted rookie in a worse offense, right? With no real offseason, James Robinson finished top 10 at the position. So if his efficiency improves, he maintains similar volume and a better offense with more scoring opportunities, why couldn't he be better than last season? Even with our high-end outcome we just went with that I think is very achievable for him, is it the most likely in the range of outcomes? Maybe not, but I think it's more likely than it is that he finishes um, like outside the top 15, that he finishes inside the top 12, if that makes sense. I think it's more likely he finishes in the top 12 than outside the top 15. So for me, I'm cool with drafting James Robinson anywhere from like the back end of the second round to early third. Right now, I'm expecting him to probably be going middle third to early fourth. We'll have to see exactly where the ADP plays out, but right around there, I'm totally fine with drafting James Robinson. I will be targeting him in fantasy drafts in 2021, and I suggest all y'all do the same. But that's it. That's all. That's all there is. I am done for today. I hope you enjoyed the video. I hope you enjoyed watching me sweat a little bit. I just powered through. I don't give a shit. I never one take any of these because it always takes me like 45 minutes to cool down in here. But you know what? Today, I don't give a damn. But remember what we talked about earlier. 80%, over 80% of y'all that watch these videos are not subscribed to the channel. If you just hit that subscribe button, turn those bells on, it really helps the channel grow. If you enjoy the video, leave a like, drop a comment, please, please, please make sure to subscribe to the channel. Help me reach my goal of 300 subscribers on YouTube by the end of the fantasy football season. It would, honest to God, mean the absolute world to me. You guys have no idea. Check out my socials, the podcast, down in the description. That's all, me, my boy, we are out. We will catch y'all next time. And as always, thank you. Love you. Peace.